This is Kieran Murphy, the founder and presenter of the Across the Four Lakes podcast. The good feeling after the publication of their book to celebrate 150 years of Carlo Rugby continues. It has been a time to remember, to look back on some of Carlo's greatest achievements. Top must be the five provincial Toad Cups wins of the 90s. Parik Brennan was on two of those cup winning teams. Parik, welcome. How are you, All well. All well, yeah. Yeah, listen, thanks very much for dropping by. Look, there are days you will never forget. Yeah, days, days will never forget. Uh, I suppose I came on the, the scene in, in 95. Going back before that, probably started playing rugby in Carlow at 8, 9, 10 years of age and um, coached by Frank Corden and came up along through the lines and coached by Dan Carberry and... and uh, Tom O'Brien would have been there. Tom O'Brien would have been involved. He was always involved. The stamp yeah. of Tom was all over the rugby club anyway. Yeah. But uh, coached by your, your good self and, and Paddy Munley and uh, Trevor Shirley and Jim Nolan. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. was probably... That was... a. Uh, Laying the laying the foundation of of what my my career and other and, and, and other lads like I would never have played on a, I could say a great youth team. There's been great youth teams and things, but I wouldn't have played on them. But we had some good players, you know. Yeah. But yeah. we didn't we didn't um, we didn't play in a final or maybe even a semi final. But uh, the likes of Frank Corden and all these are. They give you a love for the game. And rugby is probably different. Would have played a small bit of GA when I was younger, but rugby was different in that there's a place for everybody. And I was never going to do much at GA. Score eight at tens and twelves, but like I was gonna get found out on on on, 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 <laughs> yeah, on yeah, that yeah. field. Yeah. But uh, they gave us a great love. Like when we came to eighteens and you were involved and Trevor Shirley was coming down then and coaching us. And Trevor was captain ninety two ninety four, and like Jim Nolan was involved in the first Towns Cup winning, but but had to bow out in the early rounds, and he came in and coached us at nineteens. Like these lads, like that's where it starts, Jess. You know, that's the foundation. Yeah. Listen, I appreciate you. you. You, you mentioned me there. I was a fly by night. I only did three years coaching, but having you, you mentioned the likes of Frank Harden and Tom O'Brien. They were there for years and years and years. And it's I hate mentioning people because there was so many coaches came in and they did years. Brendan Moore was there as well. Fellas like that. And they were they were always around the club. And I remember Saturday mornings and you going out to play as twelves, fourteens and up to sixteens. Yeah, and it's no different than it is today. Like you look at the yeah. rugby club and you know you the week there and the lights were on and people are training and there's a flood of minis there of a Saturday morning. And like it's them people that build a team. It didn't just happen in 95 when I got on the team, you know, for the 96 Cup. It didn't just happen that. So when I was finished up, at, uh, as I say, with 18s, and I was captain of the 19s in uh, 94 and uh, coached by Jim Nolan. We got knocked out in the first round. Now, I was going, finished in Knockbeg. I was going to agricultural college in, in Multifarnham. So I wasn't going to be around training. So, the fact that playing rugby, it was going to be very hard to get to get on these teams, you know, to get to get a place. 
So from from uh, before I went in that September, I played a couple of games with the with the J ones. Now it me going to college wasn't the difference of being on the J one team. I I wouldn't have been I wouldn't have been capable of getting on at that time. But I remember playing a couple of games against Gerard. Andy Dooley was captain that year. I think yourself was involved in some capacity. It wouldn't have been huge. Go on, it could have been a selector or something. Yeah, like you, that. Think yeah, you were, yeah, do, you were doing yeah. something anyway. But I remember. Uh, like played a couple of games kind of way. I remember playing one in particular. We played up in Kildara. Kildara were open in the field. Right? And uh, hold on, I was. I was a selector. That was the junior one stage you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the year you won the cup. It was the year. No, it was the the year Andy Dooley was captain. It was the missing. It was the missing. Oh, yeah, but sorry, yeah, it was the, yeah, the ninety four yeah. ninety five team. Okay. So I remember beforehand I was brought along and. Numbers were probably short. Akko and Bertie wouldn't have been the best trainers come September. Like, mm. they normally come in along the way. Right, so I was brought in. I was on the bench that day. We were playing up in Kildara. They were opening the pitch for Kildara. Kildara had a presence 15, which included Brendan Mullen, Eric Elwood, Shane Bourne, and Neil Francis. And uh, I remember I was brought on with 20 minutes to go. And, of course... Delighted, I'd say, were you? Oh, delighted. Yeah. Like, you know, like... This is this stuff. This is stuff of dreams, and and of course Billy Nolan had been playing the second round. He was pulling and tugging out O'Neill Francis all day. So I remember when I, that. When I, I came that. into I came into a ruck just near our line, about ten meters out from our line, midfield ruck. Of course Billy gave Francis another tug and turned and he turned and he hit you. He hit me so hard. Chance, yeah, Neil Francis, you're talking that about I didn't feel that I didn't even feel it. Yeah, yeah, he hit me flush. Right in the uh, right in the forest, and uh, I remember, I don't, I can't remember whether he went down or went. Up, or I don't know what happened, but anyway, no. but all I can remember was being in the dressing room after the match. This was pre 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 concussion and pre. Yeah, yeah there wasn't yeah. as much about. There was no ten minutes. No, away. there wasn't. There wasn't much about. Yeah, yeah. And I remember being in the dressing room, sitting in the corner of the dressing room, and all of a sudden, everybody was tugged out. And this shadow came through the door, and it was Mr. Francis. And in his lovely. You mean everybody had tugged in? Yeah, they tugged finished. in, yeah, and showers yeah, got. Yeah, and I yeah. was just sitting there in my gear for something. Like, it just, there wasn't, there was no, not, nothing going on. And the light went out the door, anyway, and who was in it? Only Francis. And I unreservedly apologized. Like, he was after hitting an 18 year old for all the world in front of yeah, a decent yeah. crowd. Lowry, Jim Lowry. Jim Lowry, your coach, Lowry. Like, it wouldn't have looked the part. But, like, it was a great day. And, like, what like I was asked after was I okay and I said oh yeah no but are you okay to drive, you know I wasn't having a few drinks so the boys were going into the sink and Thomas was great and you know it was one of, it was a great day like even though something like that but no it was great to be part of great to be part yeah, of yeah like, yeah yeah I remember like, it's, I was it's heading back to college you now in a month's that, time yeah. yeah or three weeks time and I didn't really want to go to it but I had to go there was the you know that's what that was that's what I was doing. But I, I was throwing all that away, I thought. And I was going to miss it terribly. You Sorry, know. I talked over you there. Where did you say you were going? I was going to Ag College, multi Ag College, okay, yeah, you yeah. Know. So I wasn't going to be able to train. I was gone from being subbing on the first to playing a game with the seconds, to being dropped off the seconds, to now we playing thirds. But, and there was nothing wrong with that. We won a southeast, uh, And then we got a cup run. And Martin Dunphy, who'd been on that three in a row team, was now on was now on the team we were playing on, the Thirds, which was playing in the Anderson Cup. So we got a we got a good run. And uh we got to the final, played Mullingar in the final. 
and we beat them. But going back to development now, this where Martin Dunphy now had a big myself and John Joe Waddock was playing, John Joe was playing eight, I was I was playing I was playing at one, but Martin had a huge influence on us. Like, you know, I talk about being babysat and being brought along and, and he also probably had an influence to Jim Lowry about like how our development was going along. So that that was great. Uh, but Martin had been. Uh, this is after Martin Lawrence Provincial Town Cups. Yeah, he won. He yeah. won three at the time. He won. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jazz, I would have idolised these lads. Like, I don't want to be getting soppy here now. I would have. Idolized, I remember coming over in a scarty. Carol played a Towns Cup. I think it was a Towns Cup semi final, either year two or year three. And I was walking out, minding my own business, and I see Martin throwing the bags in the boat, and he just said, "Well, Parik," and you just like the way I looked at them, like. How did he even know me? You know, this is the way. We, this I looked up. We really looked up to them lads. You know. No, I agree totally with you. Totally. Like, yeah, what totally, they were doing yeah. was like it hadn't been done for a long. long Three time. towns cups in a row. Yeah, yeah. And um, so he had a huge influence on what was happening that year. Even though the training might have been minimal, like what was going on in the pitch, like what he done for us in the pitch, like was it was really stood to us from years yeah. going on. You know. Yeah. Listen, let's go, let's go straight into uh, the Towns Cup, the first Towns Cup that you won. You beat who did you beat in that final? You beat Mullingar. Mullingar, yeah, that was in Tullamore. Tullamore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that day Harry Sutton was playing, and there was a rumor going around before the match that Harry had failed the fitness test. Yeah, hamstring. Yeah, and Harry was getting a physio, and like yeah. physio that time wouldn't have been. Wouldn't have been the thing like Harry to go for physio like now it's a given like maybe mm. something is tight someone gets a rope but that time like geez Harry won't make it like in that Towns Cup team Harry you were going three six nine twelve you know a bit points, of discipline points, a yeah. referee stamping on their name and Harry was hitting a three six mm-hmm. nine maybe twelve points ahead you stick yeah. a try on that now and you're at, you know you're at seventeen points and he'll convert it to ninety and that that's what that's the effect he had mm. like Har- Harry had he Harry was like as far as goal kicking, Harry was an international class goal kicker. No well, goal. I remember that day, despite failing the fitness test and still playing, he scored a huge penalty early in the game. Yeah. And like we were saying, no, sure he can't, sure he can't kick it, he can't kick a ball. But he put kicks over from all angles that yeah. day. Robert Kidd got a try, which confirmed the victory that day. Yeah. Yeah, and that was your first, wasn't it? That was my first. And like, there would have been, Mullingar had been there in 93. Mm-hmm. You know, so 90, uh, they, they would, it, took, it took a replay to the A replay, did, yeah, yeah. So like, both teams knew each other well, even though Carlo was after changing a good bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it was in transition, supposedly in transition, but like, it had it, 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 uh, changed a good bit from, from 93. Like can, you, can you remember your first Towns Cup game that year? In Tullow. They against Tull they tried to make me forget it but I remember it go on I remember like first stroke I think I think Tom Darcy was it Tom Darcy was coaching them you'd hear these stories going back and sure myself and John John Lima were playing right you were after coming up from the three other three rookies like myself and Lima or myself and yeah. the three of us like were after just coming up along Le- Lima had been involved maybe with the seconds he might have been on the bench for that that, that Nace the year before when Nace beat him in the semi-final but remember the first stroke I went in with down to the ground the next minute. You know, you were going for strapping and the mark is still there on the back of the head. But like, that was all part of a chance. Like, you know, was, I didn't yeah, mind yeah. it. Like, they it were tough men over no, there. No, they were tough like, men. And, yeah. tough. and they tried, and they tried yeah. to soften it, tried to soften us up. But yeah. at least we just, they're going. But like, I'd have great time now for 
Toto and the, the great yeah. stories now. You know, it st- it'd still be brought up when you go over there, you know? Absolutely. And you wouldn't expect it to be any different. No, I wouldn't. No, no different. And can you remember then getting to the final? Can you remember what it was like before the game? Yeah, it was like, it's, it's hard to believe. Like, we trained choose the Tauruses. And if we didn't win the next round, if we didn't ring and so win on Sunday, well, it was over. Mm. But there was never a case. It was never mentioned that this could be our last night's training. Like, whether he was on that team or whoever's on that team, that team was going to win. It was just, that was the, that was the mentality there, you know? Well, you had the tradition from the three I wins. The and then like there was the fall-off for one year, the S won it. So you were back again and um, meaning business. Yeah, like, like you had the likes of, like, we were the young lads. Like, Andy Dooley had his arm around Limo and, and his arm under me, like, in scrums. Lads like him had, were really minding us, you know? And they were all-timers as far as Town's Cup. Now, now, if you remember rightly, at this stage, Trevor Shirley, I won't say he was gone. Trevor Atkinson, he was still there. He was on the sidelines. Trevor Atkinson was playing. And who was, um, his, not his brother, was it? Who's, uh, who was the third? Edgel, Albert Edgel. Albert. Yeah, so coming into the side now was yourself... Who was Hooker that day? Trevor Rexon. He was going for his fourth. For his fourth. Yeah. Did he? He didn't. He st- he was on the pitch the whole time. Team, yeah. yeah. And who was on tighthead? Albert. Still. So yeah. you were f- you were the only. The rookie, new one in the front row. As such, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Limo's on Limo's uh, Limo's on uh, in the second row. And you had big shoes to fill with Trevor Shirley. Yeah, of course you had. Like I remember Trevor when he was coaching me underage. Yeah. He says to me one day we're walking down off the pitch. Maybe it was 19, 18, 19 at the time. He says, do you know, you're going to take my place, but you won't be given it. Good man, Trevor. And like... I could hear him say Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and he meant it. But yeah. Trevor was selfless in ways. Like, Trevor brought in people in his own position in clubs. Mm. But Trevor had, even going back to Lowry's time, Trevor had a big influence on Lowry coming into Carlo. Tre- like the, the year previous to 95, in that... that Go on, keep he, going. He brought in Kevin Bean. Kevin Bean was a loose head prop. Mm. Now it's very it's very unusual that someone go and target someone and bring them in in their own position. But Akko didn't play in that ninety five cup team, and in hindsight, he was the steel maybe that was that was missing. He was probably the steel and the intelligence as well. Like I like you're talking about tough men and hard men. He he had it like he was both. You know, yeah. oh, unbelievable! Like, and he, he was, he was, he was ahead of his time as far as tech, being technical in the front row. Like the positions he changed, he changed, he changed the way he bound. You know, he changed, he could be up on your shoulder, down on your shoulder. He just attacked opposition hookers, opposition tieheads in a different way that people probably don't target. Even like he was well ahead of his time as far as, as far as being technical. Yeah, I got to tell you something now. Back in '92, the first year that you won the Towns Cup, you wouldn't have been on that side. No, no. But Trevor Shirley, the captain, wasn't having a good year, and there was a meeting, and one of the meetings the selectors had was whether they'd be able to keep Trevor in the side. I don't know if you did. You ever hear about that? No. No, I was at the meeting. It was Trevor threw in the lane out, no, and Trevor Act didn't. Y- well, you see, Cause, uh, now, there you are, you're, you're touching a point Because well. when I was trying to get in, or thought I was trying yeah. to get in, yeah. that pro- that issue was there, like... Yeah, well, wait I tell you, there was a meeting, it must have been a, a bank holiday, because there was nobody else around, but there was a meeting in the rugby club, in the dressing rooms, 
in the committee room there where the dressing rooms are. And the meeting was essentially, do we drop drivers early? Right, big call. No, it was a huge call. And Trevor was actually training on the pitch. Like, I don't know what Trevor must have been thinking when he saw the selectors inside having a meeting, Trevor out on the pitch, and um, the decision was, no, we're not dropping Trevor. But somebody had to have a chat with him. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I, I, I don't want to say exactly what, uh, you know, what went on at that meeting, but out of that meeting and out of everything, Trevor became a better player. And I remember that talk about him trying into the lineups. Who's going to throw into the lineups if we drop? I got Trevor. Yeah. And look, the rest is history. He went on to captain two Carlo Cup winning teams that year. Had a break the second year and came back to third year. Well, he played, he played in the three. And played in all three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and his, his service to Carlo Rugby is, is phenomenal. Massive. And he would have had a massive influence on me. And, and Jazz, I'm not just saying that. He would yeah. have had a massive influence on me coaching me early days. Mm. But like, I, uh, like going back to when, when I got into the side, right? You're, you're in and you're out and you're only filling. You're only filling in. Albert might be there. I remember we played the guards. Trevor played the tight head. I played loose. Carlo played Kilkenny. Well, that was the guys in the league, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Carlo played Kilkenny in the on on in November '95. And listen, it wasn't they weren't going well. You know, Carlo like it wasn't going well. They weren't playing well. And Jesus uh, knows that, like you can say it now, you probably couldn't say it then. But Trevor took it, drop, took it an attempt to drop goal. I remember. Were you at it? I don't. I remember to talk about it. I I'd say I had to be at it because I was selector anyway, at the time. No, I was on the bench. No, you you yeah. wouldn't be put on that time. But Laurie comes to me after. You're in. Like before this, before I ever talked out. No, he told me actually in the in the, in the, in, the, in the clubhouse after, and he says you're in. And uh, we played C point the following week. I remember up here in the club and. Uh, Tell me this now, Parry. You brought back a lot of memories to me now. I'd forgotten completely about playing those league matches. And were there the league matches where you had to play the, the winners of the sections of the, the north, east and the west to get into senior rugby? No, this was the this was the Leinster League. The Leinster League, yeah. The Leinster League. Did we, did we win that? Yeah, but and we got we got the, well, we played Setonians in a playoff and who whoever won it Yeah. Would have got through. No, we didn't True to what? Well Setonians went senior. We played Setonians in Setonians. Okay, Yeah. In hindsight, it was the best thing ever happened, Jess. That not, team wasn't, not going up. That team well, wasn't, ready, yeah. wasn't ready, you know. Yeah. Like James Waddock now was on the wing at 18. Mm. I was 19 stroke, 20. Lima Byrne the same, John Joe Waddock the same. You know, and that for, like, you wouldn't be fit, you wouldn't be ready to go down that road. You know, I think it was, in hindsight, it was a great thing that we probably didn't win that match, you know. Yeah, and how, how do we go up afterwards then? The following year. Yeah. The next Towns Cup. Like, we went along then... But Towns Cup wasn't the criteria for... No, it wasn't. The next year, though, in the Leinster League, and it started off. And uh, we were going well until Christmas. We went up to Dundalk. We lost in Dundalk. We went up the night before. We we had to win this game. Mm. Dundalk was... It's a hard place to go. Now, Carlo went there last year in the Towns Cup, and they won in the Towns Cup. It was a hard place to go. And it was a very hard place to go that time. And ever, there was no stone on, left unturned we had to win. Now, the Hannans had come back in now. Robert Byrne had come into the centre. 
the team was evolving even more. Akon Albert stepped aside. It was now a new front row. Andy Dooley was still there. Like and, and he still had a massive bearing on what was going on. I often wondered about Andy Dooley, you know, I think talking about Andy Dooley, I often see him we'd be playing a friendly and Andy Dooley be tipping around doing nothing. Towns Cup. He comes alive. Played on dog. Yeah. Who's man the match? Andy Dooley. Navin Andy Dooley. You know, he just he's very effective. Totally underrated, I'd imagine, you know. Yeah. And um so we went on then. Remember Jack Chatton coming into the dressing room and he often said it to Jack after poor old Jack. Has, has has passed away since, but he gave us his, he gave us a bit of a pep talk. Was there anything in it? Well, well, whatever he said, let it be a coincidence. Or whatever, we never lost the match for the rest of the year. I remember, yeah, yeah, and that year, that was the year you. That was the year. Yeah, yeah. Nice we won, we won the yourselves. Leinster League. We won the Leinster League up here, and then we had to go to Middleton for yes. an AI qualifier. Yep. No. They're going back now and they're looking at the world. Just just talk the World Cup now about did Ireland play enough players? You know the way England mm. rotated, New Zealand rotated, the, 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 the box rotated. But Lowry rotated that squad. Any of the older lads were probably freshened, you know. You know, he, pl- he played different. The younger lads played more games, obviously. But any of the lads that had been on the road a bit longer, he, he rotated it. Because when it come then to Middleton, like we went down to Middleton, they were the Munster champions for all the world. And we were the Leinster League champions. And we had to wedge them again the post, Jess, to stop them getting over for a try. Them all. I remember Andrew Kenny, he was working up in Braun at the time. He was playing eight. And like, I remember he ended up getting on to the end of the ball or something like that. But, like, that was a great day in Middleton. We got out massive, of Middleton. We got massive, out of Middleton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and we were supposed to get out of Middleton. Scrapper was doing the rubbing that day in the dressing room and everything was, you know, it was just... It was the first time we ever, we ever probably, we ever left Leinster as a group, yeah. you know. Like we've gone away now for the provincial towns cups, and I think rightly so. No, yeah, but we but still uh, had like this is before we won the second towns cup. Open this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair play to you. My memory is my memory has different thoughts yeah. on that. Yeah. Okay. And we come back then, and we had to play Oman, Carla, Carlo. Andy Dooley chipped the bone or broke the bone in his ankle. You know, and he and he he he, uh, he didn't win his fifth one because of it, right? I don't think in the whole scheme of things. That's provincial towns cup. Yeah, yeah he didn't win the fifth. Yeah. So we 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 beat Oma in Oma. That's right. In Carlo, sorry. Was it in Carlo? No, it definitely was in Carlo. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking about. We went up to Oma for a league game. Yeah, we went up for Oma for a league game after that. After, yeah. but um, and then we had to play the Connemara All Blacks to get through. And Middleton were, were very strong. Middleton come the year after, they qualified the year after, and we often, we, we plenty of battles with Middleton over the years. But uh, beat that Connemara of blocks and we went through. And then now, now the whole landscape changed, you know. But Lowry said it was time to go. Did Lowry go after the five towns? No, he, town, no he, went, he, he did one more year. No, it was time to go senior. Oh, sorry, I missed. I misunderstood like you. Yeah, emphasis yeah. Then from the Leinster League, there was a huge emphasis on that Leinster League, and to go senior. And um, no, at the same time, we still had a Thomas Cup to look after. So Lowry was rotating the squad, and uh, we ended up in in uh, in Nace playing Navin. Navin like had a had a big tradition in the mm-hmm. Thomas Cup. They hadn't won like since the last one. The one was ninety one. Harry missed the kick. 
that right? That's right. I wasn't there, no, but like it's, it's I was up there. I was like, up there, yeah. How many did he miss? Very, he very missed little. one kick. He missed one kick. He, he kept Carlo in the game. The he kick. kept Carlo the whole, yeah. but the one kick, it, it just, and listen, he, he, he showed me a picture of the kick, uh, the, the ball in the air, and literally it missed by, by millimetres. Yeah. But, and, and would Lowry have came if he had a got it? I don't think so. Because I think Carlo would have been happy to have the coaching system that they had. Of course, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And when we didn't win the Towns Cup that year, it was time to have a look outside the club and see who they could get to yeah. bring in. And, and you'll also think, listen, I, I, I have to get out to the All-Ireland League and Division 4 of the All-Ireland League and what happens. But that, remember the game against, was it Orkel Cullen in Carlo? Where all could come and nearly beat Carlo. This is now before my time. You're no, talking yeah, about the, the first, yeah. yeah, the first towns. Mm. That year, all nearly certain it was all could come. It was all could come. Yeah. yeah. Carlo got a penalty in the last minute to win the game, not to draw the game. It was into the sun. The sun was setting, and Harry had to kick that penalty into the arch end of the ground, and like we were all thinking, going back two years ago to the one that he missed. Well, he absolutely nailed that kick right over the black spot. And Carlo won the replay well. I went on to win that whole provincial Towns Cup quite convincingly. But if Harry had missed that kick... Lowry was now gone. Lowry was gone. So he would, he came on one kick and he would have went on the other kick. Yeah. I, I firmly believe that Lowry would yeah, have... Yeah, well, it was said, it was said, it was said as recently as a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like... It's, oh, Harry it's was huge, though, Chaz. He was huge and all that. Yeah, but he won five towns, Cup. Yeah, and Lenny, but Le- Lenny, like Lenny came in. He was playing. Well. He was playing outside. Probably with the great, the, definitely the greatest scrum half ever played for Carlo. I'd say that. Now, Wolf, I know you're going to mention seventy-seven. Probably you disagree. Yeah, with and you're going to spring up Pete Garman, yeah. but like, <laughs> but but, but like, isn't that what it's all about? Isn't but it? like history will say that he's the yeah. best, and, and 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 I definitely say it, but like. And I and I say Harry will say like it did help, like Lenny take the pressure, Lenny take whatever was coming, like you know if it had to, but like, he was a huge influence, you know, and on on everything that was going on. There was lads like that, like Lenny was. Did Lenny ever? Did you ever see him play? Below an eight, nine. No, without a doubt, without a doubt, he was he was superb. Yeah, and one of the nicest fellas you'd yeah, ever meet. Yeah, and he's still the same, Lenny Peavy. Yeah. Listen, go on to the Ireland League. We've beaten <coughs> Middleton, Middleton. We've beaten Orma and the Conrad And we won the Blacks. Towns Cup in, 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 on, a, on a wet day above the water on the pitch beforehand and it was the weather turned for the worst and it was like it was Navin didn't Navin probably didn't perform the way they wanted and it was like it wouldn't have been the greatest match. And then now we were into Division 4 and Training was picked up and. Can you remember where we went first? We went to CYMS. I'm fairly oh, sure. The little, the right. little red Be- bus. Beat them sixteen nil or something. Were you there? I was. Yeah. You were one of sixteen or eighteen. It yeah, 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 yeah. My mother and father were two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, and then we came down. And I think we we're beating Richmond then, were we? Yeah, well, it wouldn't mean after that. I was kind of like, geez, I don't. Mean. And uh, beaten by Richmond. Richmond beat us above. That's right. We had a great number eight. Seven Ma- three Matt or something. Matt was playing number eight. Yeah. He would have played for Munsters, young Munster after, and he he had a like he 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 was a great player, but we were beaten. 
Jeez, and like it didn't go down well. Oh, it was a terrible disappointing day. Oh, terrible disappointing. I it's, think we I, threw an intercept try as well. And you see, I I was after coming out of Limerick. I'd been working in Limerick for five years. And there was a fellow called Dermot Waters who, whose brother had played football for Leicester. Joe Waters, he had scored two goals in a in a FA Cup quarterfinal against QPR. So there was here was Dermot Waters coming up. Strong Richmond man. You had him and told that it wasn't gonna happen. Of course, yeah. But it did. What happened all right? I mean yeah. Lowry come to me after like and I don't know, it never happened before and it never happened since. But there was a team meeting before the game. And I didn't know about it. And, and Andy Doe didn't know about it. But Laurie let us know after. Like, we were the reason we lost. Did you lose any? Well, that was away? it. No, well, he reckoned, yeah, yeah. like, you know, yeah, yeah. well, the mentality, like, it was sloppiness that we didn't know the meeting was there. I don't know how we didn't know because it wasn't that. It wouldn't, wouldn't be Lowry. Yeah. It w- wouldn't be Lowry. Oh, Lowry, Lowry let us know big time, you know. Yeah, no uncertain yeah. terms. Like, and I was the student and Andy was, Andy, Andy was the... And he was the, the adult in this situation, you know, and like he let the two of us know on even terms. Yeah. Listen, did you go through the league unbeaten after that? Went through the league unbeaten, yeah. Played Sligo in the playoffs. A great weekend in Sligo. And a game that had to be won as well and, and could have been lost. Yeah, we threw another intercept. That's right. I think someone had got the end of, on, on the end of Philip Jones's pass. I, I don't know, I'm just saying that it was a poor pitch. We went up and... Uh, Sligo wouldn't have been going that well. Well, they were you were you were after travelling maybe two hundred miles. Yeah, but like we stood up the next four, like preparation there, yeah, was okay. Yeah. Like you know, like that. But Sligo just threw everything at us. And the Hannans were in play at that stage. They were, yeah. yeah. Justin and Larry in yeah. there now in the front row. The two boys. Yeah, were Melly was at eight. Yeah. Like you know, we haven't even yeah. mentioned Melly. Yeah. Do you know? I, uh, like, how do you not mention him? Yeah. But remember listen, the, uh, listen, keep going on about you. You, you beat Sligo up there, and it was a. M- Brilliant night. Everybody yeah, stayed up that night. night. Like I can remember, big, yeah. I can remember John Dyle, Dyler, and I remember Noel Brennan from behind the bar. Noel was there. He wouldn't mean that much of Gaelic games because he'd have to cover yeah. cover the bar here. It was it was one of the great days. You know, it was one of the. Well, I I've never forgotten it because we were on the hotel or wherever we were that night and. The roar champions, oh, champions yeah, singing out yeah, around yeah. that. Like and, and and in the scheme of things, like. Division four wouldn't have been the strongest thing, you know. There was probably like wouldn't Ace be won it, probably. Probably, probably would have. Ace very strong that time as well, like in the town's cup. Look, Ace were a bit unlucky not to go up that year. The year Carlo went up. Yeah, well, Ace conceded scores. Yeah, yeah, up, up. and there was um, like there was, uh, the match was on at the same time. The Carlo and Ace matches. Yeah, I think Ace were playing Garda. Who were Carlo playing Drada? That year, listen, we've gone back. We've gone back now. Though, yeah. go, go on it's forward. Sometimes to go back to go forward. Yeah, yeah. This, you're you're right about that too. Listen, we're in Division Three. I I can't remember nothing about. We it. went to Port Manus on, on, on a tour. Anyway, the summer the summer of '98, we said for Nemo Bourne set away for Australia. Played a season in Australia. Forgot on about the, that. The yeah. summer yeah, of '98. Yeah. yeah. Now Nemo had a huge season out there. You know, like the the dry ground. He's probably he was probably underrated. I don't think he really got the the credit that he deserved of what he done. Like uh, he he had freaky strength. He had the pace. You know he had it all. But and me and him we went out to we went out to Australia and uh, after about three or four months, mid August, and I remember I tackled that wrong, broke my jaw, ended up having to get 
operating over there and I came home two weeks later and even Burns stayed on he would have played in the grand final he, he, he was very good over there like you know very very good he could he could he offered that team it was the Royals in in uh he offered a team something that they hadn't got, you know, before or since. But it was a great experience, Jess. They had, they had a, a prop there, Jeff Didier, would have got a cap for the Wallabies or two, a pure scrummager. But like he gave us, I remember he gave me little tips that you, you'd still pass on to young lads, like it was up at the 18s there, it would be up with them up and down. You'd, you'd still pass on little tips that he gave, you know. I think something like that, like, it sounds great going to Australia. We we weren't getting paid for it. But we got I think the flight we got half the price of the flight. We got a house to live in. We got a job and we had a car. I don't know who heard the car come over, but there's a white a white station wagon car outside the house and we used it. Insurance and tax wasn't a big thing over there. I don't know. I don't know what sort of system <laughs> but we didn't do anything like that. Fashions of a rugby player. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but we used it and it was a great experience. But home was all this in my head. I probably missed home more more so than maybe the other lads. Like, yeah. But um, you'd have lost in your head that you're coming back and like it was Carly you had to perform for as well, you know. But it was a great experience, you know. And yeah. and, and I made some friends like it's still it's only a couple of weeks ago you get a message back from, from Australia and they're still, still going over yeah. and back. Yeah, Pat Sauter there, you still be in contact now and again with him, you know. And Kim now I'm jumping the gun now, but Kim would have come out with that club. You see, yeah, Kim was there for the Division Three, three, the second Division Three. Now Lowry was in the like after Division Four, we came back. Right, I probably didn't play for the first six or eight weeks of, of the season. We went on a, on a trip to Port Minos, a, a club tour, trained every day, and stayed out all night, every night. And uh, it was probably one of the great tours, but we didn't have a great season for one reason or another. And at the end of the season, Jim was replaced by Kim. And I thought, like, Jesus, like it's all over, you know. Lowry's gone. Like, we, had we tricked Lowry into thinking that it was we were good players? Was the next player going to think the same, you know? But uh, and I remember Roy Ellams came into the dressing room, that top dressing room in Carlo, where we used to all exchange at the time, and he says but the gym was going and there was a new coach coming in and I would have knew Riles in Australia and I didn't know this person. But it was probably only the beginning for me personally and a few of us, you know, it was it was the right decision. And, and when you have people yeah. like Riles making them decisions, you know it's in good hands. I think I was talking to Lowry at the time, Jim Lowry at the time, and I think he admitted to me that, look, his time was up. It was time to move on. And he said, how much he enjoyed, Carl. Sure, he couldn't put five towns cups and bring us into the All-Ireland League. Like, um, greatest coach we ever had. But I do think, I, I do, he knew, he knew the time was, it was, he was ready to move. Yeah, I'd say he did, yeah. And, but it was time. But I probably didn't see that, you know? Yeah, of because course not. When you're time. getting, when you're, yeah. when you're getting picked and you're with a coach and, and you believe in the coach, it's tough on the go sometimes, you know. Yeah, and you see, yeah, coaches and players, no matter what you say, every coach and player, the relationships do build up after so many years. Of course. But listen, will we keep moving on to the Division One, uh, Division Two of the All Ireland League? Yeah, Kim and took over in Division yeah. Three anyway. For long story short, we got promoted out of Division yeah. Three, and then up to Division Two, and it went down to the last game of the season. In the Division Here, Two, yeah, in Carlow. Yeah, we we were. Uh, 
we were going well enough early on and we stumbled we stumbled below in Middleton for all of all places was it Middleton, Middleton UCC yeah. no, no no Middleton yeah right and we went up to Bechtel the next week trying to fix all the problems and we stumbled again and we lost again and like it looked like that just this is not going to work and all Belvedere were going well, Belvedere hard were going, they were they were running on uh, UC, U, UCD were running on as well now we had beat UCD I think UCD I think all Belvedere it was between all Belvedere and Carlo yeah for promotion yeah but UCD got promoted the same year no yeah no leave UCD out yeah, but yeah. they're gone they're up yeah so we Belvedere and I said it to Kim last week in the uh, podcast I did with him Belvedere were beaten by UCC which brought Carlo back into it that's right and Carlo had Sunday as well here yeah and the last and if Carlo won we were through yeah and now the last four games that we played we had to get maximum points we needed 20 points put pressure on and hope that they tripped and they did trip they tripped the day we were in Porter Down remember we played Porter Down got the bonus point and then it comes in from someone that Belvedere had been beaten yeah Wes right. Whitten actually was playing with Belvedere the same year we were after beating them on in, in late December of that year Pitchers Frost nearly it was nearly unplayable we played it with a great crowd people were home you know people were home at Christmas and we beat them but we come back down and play Sunday as well. If we won, we went up. And yeah, we didn't just win. You won just, with panache. Yeah, won and like won well at the time, you know. But that was a great team. Of all the teams that I played on, now we're not taking anything away from Towns Cup. Now we're at an AIL standard, Division Two. It was a, it was a good standard, you know, a rugby. That was the great this team. Them lads were tight. They were close. You know, they were under, like now everybody had nearly gone you know from from the, the five in a row there was no longer anyone involved Justin Hanna was in Larry Hanna was in Lee Moburn was in John Murray was in he was a vet he was working in Tullow he's from Tullow Moor he was in David Hyland had come across he was from, from Dorothy Port yeah like, he, like David Hyland came in in, in in the first year came player of the year you know, a huge player. He brought huge energy to it. You know, David Cox come. Now, I'm talking about, these were all junior players. Like, you know, as in, came from junior clubs. They wanted to play all Ireland League as well. They wanted to play all Ireland League. I'm sure yeah. Carlo sort of. Yeah, no different than people working. Like, yeah. no different than any club. Like, mm. you know. But like, what they brought. Like, like that was, that was, I count that as the greatest team that I've played on, you know. The, the, the year the, the Division, Division two, 2 team, yeah. That went up to Division 1. Oh, yeah, it was a great team, yeah. No, a lot, yeah. of, them, a lot of them lads played the following year as well. Let's skip tr- quickly through the years and just take a one or two things. And I'm thinking of that first match against Young Munster in Division 1 of the Ireland League. Yeah, in Carlo. Paul O'Connell apparently came on that day. Paul O'Connell, yeah. Did he start? I, think he I don't think so. Maybe, maybe he did. Maybe he, he didn't did. start. Yeah. May- yeah. Maybe well, he let's say he, he featured and he scored a try and it yeah. looked as if Carlo were going to be beaten. Yeah, I remember the first scrum anyway. And of course that time you were joining from a distance, you know, there wasn't there was no pre bind and Dizzy Clossy, Peter's brother was like, Welcome to the big time. Larry Hannum was on him. And uh, you know, these boys like that time there was rocking and all these they were tough men, but just we stuck at it and and like to get that win, that was uh, if there was one day of all the days, that's the day that's mentioned most. That was a great day. You know, yeah. it was a huge day in Carlo. And, and just, 
you can't be forgotten that like that front row won the won the won the Towns Cup in '97, right? Liam Byrne was injured that day, but Eamon Fitzpatrick and Ronan Bulger in the second row, right? Ronan Bulger come, uh, come up through the youths. Eamon Fitzpatrick, like from Kildare, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and Eamon would have come. He was working. Fitzpatrick's the Fitzpatrick guy right, yeah. the Dublin Road, right? He was working there at the time. Melly was number eight. He'd been in the Towns Cup. Lenny was Lenny was playing, and Robert Byrne were playing. There were five, six people, maybe seven people that had played the, the Towns Cup, and they said, "We're now playing playing AIL Division One against one of the great teams." Against one, one of the, of the one, traditionally teams. one of the great teams, and still mm. still a great team. Yeah, you know, and I thought that was like I remember when we were younger. You'd be up in maybe Dublin, the time Leinster be playing in Donegal, and maybe. You'd see a lad, and he'd been Kylie's after a few lads, and I said, Jesus, that's one of the Wesley second rows. And you'd be kind of in awe of these lads. You would, yeah. But again, like, in that Division 2 team, they put 40 points in Wesley. You know? This is where. And yeah, we this forget is where these things, don't we? Yeah, like, yeah. And you were after mentioning the Towns Cup. I, I, like, I, you could never take away from them five Towns Cups. But this now is a different level. You know, it was a different level. Like, and the, the following week, then, Rona Bulger. Of course, won a few balls in Paul O'Connell through lifting or poor calling or whatever. And like, oh, he's the man. The following week, Paddy Johns cleaned him up in Dungan and cleaned him over. And, and his world fell apart. Yeah, but well, he bounced back to be a great player. It was welcome to the, the real yeah. world as well, you know. Like, like, like Dungan were the champions. Yeah. Like, and Tyrone Howe, like, they had, they had plenty, they had real good, they had real good players. Paddy Johns was playing like a winner. He probably, he was, in, he was captain of Ireland maybe at the time or the year previous yeah. right. listen go on to the last game of the league Delisal Palmerston are playing in Dublin Carlo are playing against Balabina in, Car- in Carlo we had to win you had to win but if Delisal won and won by whatever they could have stayed up as well yeah we were under pressure now we had, we had a, now going back to we had a great start right mm. we were top of the league after four games mm. Hard to believe now. But things started to go a bit wrong. Melly got injured. David Highland tore his crucial above in Blacklock. He was a huge... Like everyone say saying, Melly got injured the whole thing. But the likes of that work rate that Highland had. You know, that, that it was hard to get someone to replace that. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. It was no coincidence that Melly had the freedom he had with Cox and Highland beside him. Like, Cox, no one's seen Cox until about 05, what he was doing. Because he was in... The, he, like, he was doing the hard yards. You know... And Highland was doing it. And Melly had the freedom then to play his game. Which is what you'd want. But like we had lost Melly and we had lo- we'd we lost David Cox. We lost David Highland. And we and we started losing a few games. We picked up a bonus point against Gold Regions. I think it was one nearly one of the last games. We had to beat Remember that? Yeah. We got remember a try right Carlo. at the end. Yes. To close the gap. Remember Johnny yeah. O'Connor er- was Eric Elwood was playing that day for Gold Regions. Yeah. And he ran through Carlo for butter that day. Yeah, yeah, it was just one of those days, and yeah, and we no, and listen. I have to, we have to keep going. We're here. Now. We're here forty three minutes. Now we? I, yeah, yeah. Just want to go to the last game of the league, and I, and you mentioned Lima Byrne, and Lima Byrne was playing that day for Carlo against Balamina, and you conceded the score, and apparently somebody said in the front row to you, "Enjoy yourselves now." In one of their two. lads. Yeah, 
Right, yeah. You, maybe you didn't hear that, but that's that's, yeah. it, that's either a true story or it's legend. They scored two tro- tries on the bounce. Yeah. Right? And they, they were after bringing on the seven, Neil McMillan, I think it was his name. He was an Ulster seven at the time. Yeah. And, and like he was coming in fresh again, a team, you know, again, a team after playing for 70 minutes. Yeah. They scored two on the bounce. We had to score next. And I remember being on, I was captain that day, Amelie was injured. And I remember being under the post after they scored the first try. I said, lads, whatever we do, we keep staying up in front of them and we don't let them score. And we're back under the post after four minutes. Yeah. yeah. And like, the whole thing was going to go now, Jess. All the good work going up along was going to go. Now, I never felt we'd lose the game, but I remember saying, what, like, I said to myself, what am I going to say the next time? And I remember, I can, I can, and I can remember the, as clear as yesterday. I remember saying, lads, whatever we do now, we go for broke. Lima scored on the right hand corner. Billy Murphy kicks it from the sideline. Game over. You know, it was great. Uh, but well, like you, you, you talked about Lima Board a while ago. He was one of the try scorers that day. He was. He scored that try Divi- at the end. Division won All-Ireland yeah. League. So it, what he did vindicates what you've just said there a while ago about how good Liam was. Oh, very good, yeah. And we went on then. For a couple of years, we had all the sides in Carlo. Black Rock came down. UCD came down. And Carlo had their number. Cork Collins came. Clontarf for a great Gary team. Gary Owen came yeah. down. I think Car- did Carlo beat Gary Owen and lose to Collins? We never beat Con and we never beat Shannon. Yeah. We beat Gary Owen in, Car- in Carlo there one day. Now, of all the teams, lads we talk about, I always felt, lads were saying Shannon, these tough Limerick lads, but Shannon were, Con were on a different, or Gary Owen were on a different level as far as toughness. Yeah. We beat them in Carlo above one day this is now well, Kim had now gone it was Dan Van Zyl's era yeah yeah we forget about that too Dan Van Zyl yeah yeah, yeah. and he's still around he's still around he's with Wicklow now he's with Wicklow now yeah yeah and like I, we, we, we spent five years in it no coaches were changing just times were changing there was probably like the first year the, the lads the team that, that, that started off again again um, Young Munster and that team of that year that was no problem but we went overboard trying to correct it instead of bringing in the Lowry in the 91 we start bringing in there was too many players probably probably right. did probably did yeah there's no, yeah, there's no yeah. probably about what it, 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 it probably, it probably yeah. was right you know there's no like it, it happened you know and, and like we battled away then and, and uh, we beat like we survived year on year, like and we, and, and we took big in stats division times, one, yeah, you know, yeah, in division one, times. yeah. But like it was tough, you know. It was yeah, tough. listen, it, it it started to slide then, and I can't remember. I think when when Carlo lost her place in division one, I think we played Highfield in a division two game in Carlo, and First I game. felt yeah, I felt that day. You're talking about 2006 September 06. I, yeah, well, yeah. fair play for your memory. I, 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 I didn't go. I didn't research into that. Was it 2006? Oh, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Against what Highfield, and I felt oh, that Carlo, they weren't hurting enough that day, and I suppose look, you and me fell out for a while over, over maybe I was over critical of of the team at the time. Yeah, but it's, it, and it, it was wasn't the, just it, maybe over that Highfield game, but was yeah. it like there was was a slide then you know yeah, yeah we spent two years in division three and we nearly we nearly we nearly contested like in the in in, in the first year of division three but there was and we did fall out yeah 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 like, we made you know, up though like the <laughs> lads wondering here how, how 
how's he up here talking to him? But like, that's the past. You were probably doing your job, and maybe I, maybe we weren't doing our job. You know. Well, I, I felt remember, that you were. And maybe I was a bit hard. And yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We we played we played uh, all Crescent and Limerick, and you come to me and you put the dictaphone into me. Remember? And you yeah, said, yeah, yeah. What do you think, Parik? Yeah. Yeah. And I said, Chaz, think you're bollocks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, but I like, think I had another player through a little bit of a, a lace or something. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> Billy, I was a bit of tape or something. But like, like as as good as it was going up, yeah, it was hard going down. It was brutal. Like it was know, brutally hard. And you to know, watch. someone says like, "Oh, geez, great career," but like, I was on, I was in the team going down as well. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah. You know, but there was great days. There was great opportunities. You know, and and. Uh, your man Jonesy, what was his name? He Jason, was an Australian. Yeah. Jason, yeah, yeah. He had a house over there off the, uh, off the yeah. back road to Tullow. And he was there with his wife. And They're back in Australia now. They're back yeah. in Australia, yeah. yeah. I remember he was saying to me, the boys, the boys have to learn. The boys will have to learn. And look, it was an old soundbite as well after a match, yeah. you know. But Division 1 years, we, we, we were playing these lads for five years. Yeah. We've gone down to the Munster lads now. Like, like it was... And up to Dungannon and over like over the Connacht and all that, just were great times, you know. We we we'd be training maybe Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, on a bus Friday, play Saturday, and you might stay over of your own accord and you're back down and you're mm-hmm. repeating that if you had a way match the second week, you know. Yeah, listen, and your parents enjoyed. Yeah, and I think, I think as far as uh, Eileen is still going to matches. Yeah, still going to matches. But like that's probably the greatest kick you said to me about two towns cup medals and this, I think if you can give something back to your parents, you would like enjoy doing that, did you? It's, it's as yeah. good as anything. Would you believe it? Would you believe it? I was listening to a podcast with Joe Brally, and he was talking to the ref David Goff, and David Goff's referee said he was talking about having to tell his parents he was gay, and he said he didn't mind hurting anybody else. But he didn't want to hurt his parents. Yeah. And there are similar sentiments from you there now. You're talking about, you know, you do it for your parents and you make your parents proud. Yeah, well, listen, you were, you were doing it anyway. Yeah. You, like, yeah. you were going to do it anyway. Yeah. But there was, it was a huge benefit seeing yeah. your parents getting onto buses. And when them buses were pulling into Derry or wherever they were. Yeah, you were going on ahead. And your parents were getting on. It was great. Like, my, great, my great-grandfather yeah. won the first provincial cup in Carlow in 1904. Never knew that. And 94 years later, I won it. And obviously, and we huge, won one the year after. Huge, huge you know, emotion. I remember, he had that, I remember that player of the year cap. I was lucky enough to win it in 2001. And, and uh, I remember my father saying when he seen it, I remember one film. And that, and that man died in 2012 or 13. Won that cup in 04. was the first cup that Carlo ever won. You know, and that's what history's about. You're going back now to the book. Like the book was launched last week. It's great to be just. It's great to just have a flick through and see all the different things. Like I was, I was only talking to a neighbour of mine the other day that would have played, would have played in the seventies, eighties, and he just said, "God, you just sit down and you start flicking." And next minute, an hour is gone, an hour and a half is gone. I I asked my mother the other day, "Where's the book?" And she says, "It was in, we we shared one house, like yeah." And she says, "Myself, my wife, and and our lad Fionn." And she said, it's, it's here on the table. And she says, I sit down there and there's hours goes by reading it. For anyone that's thinking of buying it, or anyone that's it's into the history of Carlo, or the history, 
I think it's a great read. It's really well put together. Eugene Carvey's involved in it. Now that, and Roy Adams is gone. And if that that's a great stamp of approval, what like the, if the, their stamp like is really on it, and I, I think it's it's a great read. It's a really great testament. Like Chaz, of all the biggest test of anyone is time, and 150 years. Now I only spent 10 percent. I spent 10 percent of a plane at Old Trophy in Carlow, and it was great. And and history will go on. Next year, my wife is president of the rugby club, so that's another story. Yeah, I do. I know your wife. So I hope you don't. <laughs> but do I know her? Like, surely if she says she's president of the club, sure. Mern, yeah, Mern, I told Brennan, yeah. Yeah, I don't know her at all. Yeah, oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, you have a nine-year-old playing as well. He's 11. Boy, 11. He's playing, and, sure yeah. he, and he loves it, you know, and if he gets the kick out with it, I or anything near it. So how many generations of Brennans is that now There was playing? no one in between 1904 okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and me coming. Yeah. There's no one ever came in the middle of it. Yeah. But I get, it's nice to be able to look back and, and, my f- I remember my father telling me about that and he'd be going like, ah, yeah, 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 that happened. But it matters now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And listen, there's something I do have to do. Derek Cope texted me during the week. I did that podcast week w- last week with Kim Torber and I said that Melville Elms was manager of the club. Is that what I said? Manager, Lord Derek. Just says to me, listen, no, thanks. No, Edel Gibbons is the manager. Edel. 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 I just Edel. want I want to put that straight. Yes. Like I got that the right. Chairperson. And, and if Edel is listening yeah, to this, chairperson. And Edel 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 good oh, chairperson. Well. Yeah, yeah, chairperson. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. And yeah. um, so listen, yeah. I just had to put that straight anyway. But uh yeah, it's great talking to you. But anyone interested in the book, I think it's a great read. Fabulous read. I'm not plugging it by any means. I haven't been I know, but I think it's a great read. Did you go through the book yourself yeah. and did and you look up the name Parley Brennan at the back and then go to, to ah, see no, what was said about that you that wouldn't be my old way I'm sorry but I did that I did that myself in fairness did you? yeah, yeah how many yeah, pages yeah. Yeah. I was on about 8 pages yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, no it's it's uh, isn't it a great story Listen, you know is it one of the it's the oldest it's definitely the oldest club in town and you see what happens is it's, you go to the library to research something and you go into the pages of the library and suddenly you get distracted and you start looking at all kinds of stuff. And the stuff that you came into research, you've forgotten about it because you're looking at what else is in there. And the book is like that. And the book is like that. And it is. Yeah. And it's not whether you played first rugby or, 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 or you were a senior player or whether you were, were your captain or, you know, it's, it's anyone you'd have played in that era. Well, it's a joy to look at it and is, see your yeah. name there. Yeah. yeah, just say you're part of history. Yeah, and it's a great book to have, you know. Yeah. I wouldn't have been, like, going back now, I wasn't a bookman myself. Yeah, listen, I'm going to have to ask you one last thing before we go. Front row, you're a front row. Drives me mad looking at all these rugby matches on now. And front row is getting penalised. They're not getting penalised. There was, years ago, if you were in the front row and you got, you were driven up into the air, it was what they call the pilot's licence. Yeah. And the p- penalty enough was everybody laughing at you on the sideline. Yeah. Jeez, did you see Parry Britton got the the pilot's license there? And what do you? T- I I I can't make out what's going on in the it's front row. Probably refereed through fear, and yeah. it's refereed like world rugby this concussion, like and people taking cases against him, and and that's that's a big issue now. And 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 the referees are told like you you take like England England were playing South Africa in the World Cup semi final. They said Genge was it couldn't get couldn't get his point. Vincent Cock was going straight across the front row. He was you, playing across. You the saw, front. did you? 
Because you're a front row, you 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 know what to he look for. He was going straight across the going going yeah. straight across it. So Genish couldn't get a point, but he was blue. Now matches hinge on something like that. The previous World Cup was won by scrums. But Jazz, if you change the scrums, you change the whole thing about being a game for everybody. And it's a game for everybody. Parik, it was lovely to talk to you. I really enjoyed that last. We're talking there for nearly an hour. It's gone through there like a couple of minutes. Thanks very much. Thanks, Jazz.